Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Brittany. So I get really sad and frustrated when I hear people, especially like younger adults or teens, like get really discouraged about the future of our world or have a really negative outlook on it. Like I've heard people say like, what's the point of even planning for my future? Like the world is such a bad and horrible place anyway. And that's always like shocking to me too because even though it's been a weird and, you know, arguably scary last few years with COVID and everything, um, I just don't – I don't understand that like pessimistic attitude. I try to be really positive and have an optimistic um, outlook on life. They call it like finding the silver lining in things. And when I look at my life – or the world when I was younger and then look at the world today, I just don't get discouraged. I mean, are there things that need to be changed? Are there some terrible things? Absolutely. There will always be terrible and, you know, disaster, like just natural disaster, things that come up. But I just don't, I don't understand the doom and gloom. And I also understand that even though there was social media when I was a teenager, it wasn't like as like news driven like it was more just like connecting with friends where now it's like you scroll through and see all these terrible things going on in the world but a lot of it is just because um we can commute like social media has made it easier to share information and so of course you're going to see more of the bad things than maybe our parents and grandparents and again like even we saw like I think I mean I can't even I, I, back in back in our day uh you know I would get information like from the news whenever I would be watching it but it wasn't like doom scrolling as they call it where you just like scroll through and see all this bad things. So today I want to talk about like hope and what gives us hope. And so Ronnie, I'll let you be thinking about uh some things to give you hope well for the end of the episode when I always call on you. Um but yeah, so I just again it's just it's so sad to me to hear so many young people get discouraged because when I contrast the world to, to when it when I was a kid. So, for example, like, well, even my grandparents, like, you think about things like World War II and World War One and, like, the Great Depression where, like, our grandparents didn't have access to, like, food or they were, like, starving. And I think about how, how different the world is now and how easy it is to get things. And so it's just crazy to me, like – technology, for example, and and what's happening with that. Now, everything in life is a trade-off. I think that's one of the most important things to remember. So there's going to be like good and bad aspects to everything, right? So technology, maybe it's made us, you know, like have our, our noses in a screen all day long, though I think there could be arguments for why that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I know some people are against it. Um, and, you know, people are scared of things like ChatGPT and and just different like AI and innovations. But like how great has technology made our lives? You know, I just keep thinking about you have Apple watches and things you can wear that help you like with your health. It can tell you when you should be working out or like test your heart rate. Like how incredible is that? Like it's just so hard for me to get down on the future of the world. And I'm like, what? Look at how great it is. You guys can hold a you have a mini computer in your hands that is accessible. When I was a kid, each family, like each household had like one big computer. Like not big, but like a desktop, like mm -hmm. one that like, yeah. You and like that, that was it, right? Mm -hmm. You may have had you all shared and then you had to get, um, if you wanted to get on the internet, no one could talk on the phone. That's right. No one can. And yes, you had like two phone lines. And that was like, ooh, you guys have two phone lines. Ooh, I did have two phone lines. Do you? I don't have even. No, a phone I did line. not. I think I, 
Oh, you didn't? No, I did not have two phone lines. We had one. But um, yeah, no, it's just, it's so, again, just like crazy how different it is. And I just think like how amazing you you have access to information in the palm of your hand, anything you want. So that technology is something that gives me a lot of hope. And technology has also been used to to help people. Like there are apps that connect like people with, oh my goodness, I'm yawning. Sorry, guys. With um, like some restaurants have like leftover food at the end of the night. And somebody invented an app years ago that would like connect that to like food banks, like homeless shelters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So things like that, the technology has helped. For me, it's just convenience. Like I do my eye exams online now and it saves me money oh, from really? having to go to an eye doctor. Yeah. And um, I've been doing that for like six years. I do. And I it's accurate? Yeah. So it's not – if you want – there are some things they test for at the ophthalmologist, like an actual eye doctor that they can't do. But if you just need like your contact or glasses prescription renewed, it's so easy. And if you want like some evidence of how accurate it is. So I went to an actual eye doctor. And I hate eye doctors because they're very pushy on trying to make you buy things. Sorry for the eye Mm -hmm. doctors listening. Um, (laughs) So I went and got the official test and it was exactly the same as the – Oh, wow. Yeah, I recently went and had my vision retested so that had I known that there was accurate tests, See? Oh, maybe I would have done that. <laughs> it's, and it's so inexpensive. So I love that. Um, and then, you know, uh, I'm trying to – like so much of my life is is technology-driven. So, you know, I don't drive. So sometimes I Uber places. That's just a tap away. Oh, my goodness, guys. I'm yawning so much today. Excuse me. <laughs> and then um, there's also like – grocery delivery. I don't do that so much anymore. I like walking and I love Trader Joe's and a Whole Foods and they're right by my house. So I walk a lot. But I used to get my groceries delivered a lot and that's all through an app. Amazon Prime, getting pretty much everything I own through Amazon Prime. So yeah, that uh, technology is one of the things that that really excites me for the future. Another thing is I truly believe that human beings are generally good. And I think that that's something that people don't believe anymore. And I think one of the saddest things to me is it's because they take their political views and judge an entire person based on that. So like, oh, if you don't believe in banning guns, you're a bad person. You know, if you don't believe in wearing masks, you're killing your grandmother. Like things like that. I just, it makes me, that part makes me sad that people think that way, but I just have so much hope in humanity. And I always remember what um, Mr. Rogers' mom told him. And that's like, whenever there's a sad disaster or something tragic on the news, his mom always told him to look for the helpers to remind you that there's mm-hmm. like always good people in the world. And that just has always stuck with me. I really, really love that. Um, so, yeah, I have a lot of hope in humanity. Um, <clears throat> and also, you know, with all these problems in the world, that's just an opportunity for a solution. And that always excites me. Like, obviously, I don't like when problems arise in, in my life. Nobody does. But I do kind of like the challenge of like, okay, how are we going to solve this? Like, this is a puzzle. There's always a solution. What are we going to do to solve it? So even, you know, like people who are worried about the environment, you and I did an episode months ago now about like innovation, like things even kids are doing to help you, like things like, to help the environment. So I'm just always mm-hmm. like, I like that there's all these solutions that are happening, and I think that's something to be celebrated. So that gives me a lot of hope. Um, things like 3D printers. Like we also did an episode on like you can – they're like 3D printing homes for the homeless now. Yeah. That's they're really making cool. things cheaper and more accessible. Even 3D printers themselves are getting cheaper. Um, you know, knowledge is more accessible than ever before in human history, and knowledge is – 
so powerful and so important. And that means, like I said, everything's a trade-off. That does mean there's a lot of misinformation too. And so we do have to spend a little time and be diligent to tell the difference. And that's important. Even a lot of like health benefits, like uh, this is something I noticed because I'm getting older. But um, when my parents were my age, they did not look as good as I did and other. Like there's a lot of things that I think we're doing differently now. Like processed food was something that was just always eaten for like our parents, right? Or Mm -hmm. that was new for that generation. And and that was when like people started to become busier because you had like mom and dad working and you had to make dinner quicker and like TV dinners and frozen food and things like that. Um, Not that people don't still eat those. Sometimes I even eat those. But like I think we know more about health now. We've started learning that like fat isn't necessarily a bad thing, that you can eat healthy fats and and I think we're taking care of ourselves more. And so I feel like the more we know about health, that gives me a lot of hope um, because it's going to make you know make us live longer and, and healthier. Um, and I think one thing that gives me hope too is that more people seem to distrust the government and the media, mainstream media, after COVID. So even yeah. though COVID was kind of a mixed bag of things and honestly probably made a lot of people on both sides of the aisle lose some hope, I think it's been great to see the people are questioning government now, right? That they're starting to say like, oh, maybe that's not true. If they lied about this, what else have they lied about? So that gives me hope that people are starting to wake up a little bit. So um, Roddy, to put you on the spot a little bit, do you have some things that give you hope? Uh, well, I was actually just waiting because while you were talking, I realized I have a little bit, especially when it comes to technology, I do have a little bit more of a different opinion than you, I think in that technology offers us a lot and there's a lot of great benefits to technology and you mentioned a lot of them. But I think that my fear sometimes is that we don't recognize that it is a trade-off and for all of the benefits of technology that we get, we lose a little bit of our control of our ability to provide for ourselves. Um, some, so it's like kind of when we we're talking about 15 minute cities a few podcasts ago, and you, you mentioned that that was a great idea for you because you get most of your stuff locally. You don't have a car. You rely on your feet. You rely on things that are locally around you, or you rely on Uber or Amazon or something like that, which is really great, except when does that cross a line of not being able to provide for ourselves? When is another entity in control of the ways in which we can provide? So while technology does offer us so much and there's so much more information and I love the internet. I mean, I'm online all the time. I'm not going to say don't (laughs) use technology, lots of technology, but I try to, at least, you know, in my own heart, (laughs) um, always remember that, technology is out of my control. So I also always want to have kind of a mini backup plan. So I don't like the idea of only getting all knowledge from things that I read online that could so easily be controlled. Whoever writes the articles I read could go on their back end and change the words. How do I know that what I'm reading is correct? How do I know any of this? And so I think that we just need to have a little bit of a healthy skepticism towards technology, but we can still embrace the good things that it has. So, sorry, I went, went off on that tangent. You're good. So. <laughs> what else? Anything else that gives you? Because that was more of something that scares you. What about something that gives you hope? <laughs> <laughs> well, my hope is that I do think that 
maybe as technology grows, more people are kind of, we talked about food and people are realizing that uh, you know, processed food at first sounds like this great idea, but then we realize, wait, this isn't really the healthiest thing. And so people are learning how to go back to a less processed food life. So my hope would be similar to technology that we will realize that, um, relying too much on technology, kind of like after COVID, you mentioned that, that we need to be able to do things for ourselves. And I do think that there is a movement to, you know, there's, of course, there's always been survivalists, but even just people getting outside, exploring, um, learning how to can or make sourdough bread or things like Mm -hmm. that. So I do, I am glad that there's been a resurgence, resurgence of a lot of these skills, but um, yeah, I don't know. So let me uh, switch it a little bit because you're kind of saying like what, like no you hope this, but like what what is what are some things like innovations that actually give you hope, like make you think like oh my goodness the future is not like the future is going to be fine, like people are good or uh, you know um, communities are are getting stronger. Like is there anything like that that makes you excited for the future? I do think that there's a lot of community building apps. You had mentioned being able to give food away to people who are in need. I think that. As far as um, like like side businesses, there's so many more opportunities for things like Airbnbs or uh, places where you, if you have a skill, you can, you know, Etsy or something, you can make mm-hmm, something, yeah. sell it further, uh, you know, to more people. So I do definitely think that there's, there is a hope for, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are more interested in, in those types of things. <laughs> I thought yeah, like no, I went I'd... off on a tangent here. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Well, we will leave it at that. But I do want you guys to be thinking of just all the good things in the world. Like even things like that I didn't touch on today, which is like poverty is actually going down. Like we live in a very prosperous prosperous world. So don't get so uh, – you don't get the doom and gloom outlook on life because there's so much to be excited about and so much hope for the future. So – Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. And Ronnie, until next time, we will talk to you soon. (laughs) Talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.